If you are a doctor leaving medicine, but you're not sure where to go to, forget Googling for alternative careers for doctors lists. You know, we've all been there. We've all done it. In this episode, I give you my high quality top five best career options for doctors leaving medicine in 2023. So this is based on trends in the market I see amongst doctors, careers I believe are sustainable for doctors, careers that are lucrative, so careers where you can earn a substantial income whilst doing what you love, and careers that offer significant growth opportunities in that area or sector. So, sounds good? Let's go. Let's face it, burnout amongst doctors is sky high and we're actively seeking other ways to make the most of our transferable skills beyond the usual career pathways. Welcome to Disrupting Doctors' Careers. I'm your host, Dr. Abena Bubbers-Jones, and I'm on a mission to connect one million doctors across the world with the best in diverse career opportunities. Hello and thank you for joining me on today's episode. And before I get started, as you know, we are on a very important mission to connect doctors with the best and diverse career opportunities. And that means that we need to be found because this will change the world. So if you've listened to me a few times and you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Great reviews help the platform that you're listening on and the algorithms that run it (laughs) to point more doctors that need our help in our direction. So if you could do that for us, we would really appreciate it. Just leave great reviews. If you've got any kind of other reviews, I am all up for that. But please email us first at team at medicfootprints.org. We always want to learn from our listeners because this is the content that is designed 100% for you. And before I deep dive in today's episode, if you are one of these doctors who is looking to move to industry this year, can I help you to move there faster? So it's totally doable on your own, but hey, we're busy doctors, we don't have that much time and we really wanna create a structure and framework the kind of stuff that doesn't exist outside medicine so that we can really thrive in a career that we love in industry. So at Medic Footprints, we designed an innovative, flexible 12-month part-time program to help you to build your industry career faster and sustainably. And if you want to find out more about that, it's the Doctors in Industry Incubator. It's at medicfootprints.org forward slash industry. At the time of recording, we have a few spaces left, but if there aren't any spaces, there'll be a wait list available. So if you're interested, check it out. So many doctors Google alternative careers for doctors or non-clinical careers for doctors or a variation of a theme. But the reality is, how do you know which of the billions, because there's loads of options, um, which of those are actually right for you? 
So, of course, it's really valuable to get the inspiration from the alternative careers list. I mean, like we have an ultimate guide on our site of alternative careers. But how do you know that the time and investment of going into a particular career or industry or sector or role is really worth your time? Let's face it, trends do change over time. Opportunities change over time. New opportunities are emerging all the time. And these things could be, especially the new ones, could be perfect for you to develop in that perhaps they didn't even exist in the last few years. And they may not even be on these alternative careers lists, right? (laughs) So anyway, this episode is really for me to share with you my top five opportunities or career options for doctors leaving medicine this year, which is based on the trends and feedback in the market uh, that I see and I get amongst doctors because I talk to a lot of doctors in career change every single week, right? Um, The careers I believe are sustainable for doctors. So I am only going to be recommending careers I know has like a minimal risk of burnout. Um, Careers that kind of pretty much will lead to burnout I'm not going to be putting on this list okay Um, growth opportunities in that area so is the sector growing can you move up rather than sideways and down and lucrative so you know the philosophy that we have is that we want to support doctors who are aiming for a higher income because that gives you more flexibility more options and if you play it right, more free time. And again, we talk about that, the doctors and industry incubator. But we want to make sure that you're also doing something that you love. So I will be counting down from number five. So we recently did a poll on our Facebook group, Alternative Careers and Wellbeing for Doctors, the Medic Footprints community, and asked in changing careers, what are you ideally looking for? right, or currently doing. And 37% of the doctors in the group basically said that they are looking to work for themselves. And that is not surprising because working for yourself really provides the autonomy and the flexibility that you need in your life, right? You've got no one telling you what to do. So actually being a solopreneur is my number five in the list. The reality is starting up as a doctor where it's only you running the business, it's usually where you're providing a service or running an online business. Uh, Whatever it is, you're essentially doing it on your own as as the main service element. Uh, You may have an admin uh, support system, but it's essentially you on your own. And you see that in pretty much most, if not all sectors. The common things that we see doctors doing as solopreneurs are becoming coaches, uh, becoming consultants, like expert advisors, working in education, uh, running medical clinics, particularly in health, wellness, lifestyle medicine, um, anything to do with health and wellness, like exercise, you name it, it is broad. Um, So... Of course, this is potentially a highly sustainable career option simply because you get to pick and choose pretty much everything related to your business. So how much you work, who you work with, 
what you do, the hours you do, and how much money you're actually aiming to earn, right? And people that you want to work with or work for. It's highly flexible. The growth opportunities tend to be industry specific and also depending on how you want to grow your business. If that is something you want to do, not everyone needs to or wants to grow their business. But that potential is definitely there. And as CEO of your business, like, yeah, you can do what you feel is necessary. And the potential for growing a lucrative solo business is actually quite huge. And there are a number, there are a huge number of doctors who are doing this successfully and not burning out. You know, sky's the limit, really. And it depends on how creative you are and how good you are at business, right? So have you got a great commercial mindset or the potential for one? And the reality is most doctors can make awesome, awesome entrepreneurs. So consider it solopreneur. So the next four opportunities on my list all begin with C for some reason and all can be done as a solopreneur. I'm going to take you through these options, but all of them can also be done as employed too, if that is you looking for a job in industry. So number four, consulting. As doctors, we're all familiar with the term management consultants or consulting. It tends to be one of the most popular career options for doctors to jump into, pretty much because we tend to be exposed to consultants working alongside them in clinical practice, particularly within hospitals. And we know that many doctors jump into some of the consulting firms that work predominantly with public healthcare systems. For those of you that don't really know what consulting is, I didn't really understand it for a long time, just because the work that a consultant can do is extremely broad. But for simplifying purposes... Consultants problem solve for organizations. And this could be problem solving for a a huge number of reasons and different sectors. But as a consultant, you are adding value by helping the companies and the leaders to solve their problems more quickly than they would have otherwise done on their own. And the value is that you're coming in bringing in your outside or external expertise that they recognize is of extreme value to them. So you can work as a consultant, either as an employed, uh, so go and work with some of the big or small uh, consulting firms, or you can work as a consultant on your own. So you hear about doctors that go into consulting, And they do it part-time or as part of a portfolio career. It's a cool way to get into a company and decide whether you want to work for the company or not. And a really great way to develop your personal brand and get known in your sector or industry. And an even better way to get paid your worth. You command the fees. Obviously, as long as your client is willing to buy them. Doctors do particularly well in consulting, especially if they're working for an organization because they tend to outperform other kind of industry hires. So 
other individuals who are non-doctors but coming from other backgrounds just because of the inherent qualities that doctors tend to have. And doctors that we know who have worked as consultants uh, really enjoy the experience. It's not one of those experiences that you may have heard in the past where you kind of get worked to the ground a la Wall Street type thing. Things have moved on since then. And actually working in consulting can be highly demanding, but also there are a lot of firms that are offering opportunities that provide a really good work-life balance. And more importantly, opportunity to make a significant impact locally and globally with some of the most influential companies. So the sustainability of a consulting career, if you're working on your own, you can do it for as long as you like and as flexibly as you like. If you're working for a company, we see doctors tend to stay for, on average, about two to three years and then move on um, to other company or corporate type roles. It's a really great springboard, uh, kind of equivalent in some ways of an MBA, the way that other employers see you once you've worked in consulting. And we also see doctors who stay at consulting firms and make partner. It's like going through a training program for five to seven years. The sustainability is really, as I said, down to the company. And we see the trend that consulting firms are really putting more of an emphasis on diversity and inclusion and well-being in their organization because people are their greatest asset. With regards to growth opportunities, the MCA, which is the Management Consultancies Association in the UK, recently announced that 10,000 new jobs were going to be created in the management consulting sector over the next three years. So will you be getting one of these jobs? Uh, In 2022, there was a 20% increase in growth So we're talking about growth in consulting. It is definitely, definitely there. And is it lucrative? Yes, potentially it can be. What I have seen is, especially if you're starting consulting for the first time, um, the salary can be quite variable. I have seen salaries as low as in the 20s. Uh, Not common, I have to say, but I have seen that. Um, The average is probably starting salary around 49 to 50. If you are a doctor, well, if you are a doctor in the early years, so anything from foundation, core surgical training, kind of registrar, especially if you don't have any experience previously. Um, But what you see is the progression is very, very quick. So you can be earning 1690 plus and obviously six figures or more potentially if you end up being a partner in a firm. So is it potentially quite lucrative? Yes, it is. But it also depends on how you're working consulting. So if you are a solopreneur and you are working in a right kind of sector where they pay top dollar, (laughs) right, you can command pretty much what you want and especially if you practice values-based pricing. So it can be extremely lucrative if you are doing this as a solopreneur. So moving on to number three, 
content creation. So I know that term in itself is quite broad like the other sectors, but content creation is booming. And this includes anything that involves creation of content for consumption that is turned into money. So we hear about, say, medical writing, ebooks, but it also includes things like courses, articles, creating quizzes, instructional videos, YouTube. I could go on TikTok, Instagram. <laughs> you get where I'm saying. And, and what I have seen is an increasing number of doctors developing really strong personal brands online via social media most of the time and getting paid either directly through the platform or via sponsorship oh one other option podcasting <laughs> that's another form of content creation and another way to really generate a really decent income and if we look at the sustainability factor for content creation uh, a lot of doctors can do this in their own time they can get employed jobs where they're doing it uh, several days a week um, I see doctors who are doing it as part of a portfolio career um, but yeah, you can do content creation completely in your own time at night, on call, uh, walking down the street, you name it. It's flexible. So it's great for sustainability. Um, growth opportunities in the sector. Well, apparently, um, as referenced online by many sources, including HubSpot, Forbes and CMS Wire, the valuation of the creator economy is at least a hundred and four billion billion dollars right so it's hugely lucrative and it's continuing to grow so there is plenty of opportunity there you do the math and lucrative so one of the challenges with being a content creator is that a you have to be really 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 good b you have to be consistent and actually produce a lot of content to really get the engagement you need to grow. Um, yes, some people can write or create one thing and it go viral, but you can't rely on that <laughs> to be a really good content creator. Um, but if you do well, then you can potentially earn a really great income. And I have seen doctors kind of make a, a, a business out of it, whether it's podcasting, YouTubing, running courses, um, so yeah, there's a huge potential there. But to be honest, if you are starting, just remember it is and can be a significant marathon uh, before you can really earn uh, enough money to uh, retire and go to the beach. So number two, becoming a clinical lead in a health tech company. So I've used the term clinical lead. Um, it's basically to describe it's a doctor in a leadership role uh, on the business side of things, as well as the clinical side of things, prefer preferably in a health tech organization. Um, the reason I'm mentioning that is because health tech is still growing. I mean, last year alone, it had $52 billion worth of investment. So it is growing. It's still hot, even with the query recession. Um, but as a doctor, this is a huge opportunity for you to really leverage some of those transferable skills um, beyond just your healthcare knowledge 
in these companies. The types of role can vary considerably, but in some cases you can be the only doctor in the company. So, for example, chief medical officer. I've seen a doctor recently who got a job as a clinical engineer. I see doctors who are working um, as clinical or clinical commercial leads. But whatever it is, I am all behind roles that are for doctors, but gives you insight and access to the business end where you're working at an executive or leadership level and you have influence in how the company or how your department runs. Is it sustainable? It completely depends on the company. And as you know, a lot of startups are in startup mode. And uh, if you look beneath the bonnet in a lot of startups, there's a lot of organized chaos and there's a lot of pressure. Uh, So not always massively sustainable, but this can vary. So if you choose the right company, it can be hugely sustainable. And a lot of startups, they have employees that mainly work remotely or from home. Can this role be lucrative? Again, it completely depends on the stage the company is in and how much funding it's received. So early stage companies that may have had seed funding or Series A, they may be offering anything between 40 and 90k salary packages which may or may not involve options or shares in the company Um, anything above series a b c you could easily command a six-figure income right Um, but as i said it completely varies Um, so go hunting oh sorry just to clarify those numbers were quoted in pounds and finally did Number one. (laughs) So my number one career for doctors leaving medicine in 2023 is coaching. So as I mentioned earlier, like coaching can and is very commonly done as a solopreneur. In fact, I'm trying to think. Are there any coaching businesses where coaches are actually employed? I have not actually come across any. I'm sure they exist, but I haven't come across any. So coaching is predominantly a solopreneur type arrangement, right? So you'd be working for yourself, providing a service. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, a lot of doctors are looking to work for themselves. Uh, A lot of doctors tend to already have coaching skills from the work that we have done with patients so it's a natural segue into an industry that is actually highly highly lucrative the coaching industry valuation is expected to reach 20 billion dollars health coaching the market size for that in 2021 was 14.4 billion and life coaching 1.4 billion so Can you see where the opportunity lies? And that market is still exponentially growing. So this is an industry where you can absolutely make a significant impact, whether you're working with consumers, so individuals or organizations. So business in particular tends to be quite lucrative or both. We also see doctors go into coaching in the health industry with patients and that is an absolutely a fantastic way to continue in healthcare practice doing something that you love and actually seeing the transformative change in patients over time. 
Is it sustainable? Yes, absolutely, because you're working for yourself. So you can choose to work with as few or as many uh, customers as you'd want. Uh, some of the limitations, though, however, is like if you are working on your own, obviously you will reach capacity at some point. So alternative options for that is to develop a business model that is scalable. And there are different ways of doing that where you actually don't have to do that much work. Your business grows according to its systems rather than you doing extra work. So if you want to change careers in 2023 and you have listened to the top five and thinking, hey, that sounds like a good idea, then don't forget, please reach out to us. We have an incubator where we're supporting doctors in getting there and setting up their careers in industry faster at medicfootprints.org forward slash industry. And just to recap the top five, five being solopreneurs, four being consulting, three, content creation, two, becoming a clinical leader in a health tech company on the business end, and number one, coaching. Well, I hope you found this episode valuable. As I said, don't forget to reach out to us if you've got any queries at team at medicfootprints.org. Join our community if you want to get be notified about some of the best opportunities first at medicfootprints.org forward slash join our mission. Until the next episode, take care.